0: Definitely is our refuge tonight. God bless you. God bless all the saints that have gathered by the way of the internet, by being here in the localist church, here in the sanctuary, in the balcony, and those that have gathered at the camp. God bless you. Well, this will be a different service today. This will be Brother John's service at the Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. And so rather than uh, us ministering to the saints in the States, uh, the word of God's gonna come from the states to Canada. And brother John Andes will be taking the service. We're looking forward to it. Brother Derek Paris, which we haven't heard from a long time, will be leading in songs. And brother Ryan, is that you at the piano? Certainly nice to hear your fingers tickling those ivories. And we've missed you much. It's nice to see you saints all throughout the assembly there at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. So, Brother Derek, I am not going to leave this post until you walk towards the pulpit there. Great to see you, Brother Derek. God bless you. God bless the Church of the Living God. God bless the saints of Cloverdale Bible Way, both on the U.S. and on the Canadian side. We're joined together by the way of a wonderful medium called the Internet. The devil uses its, its way, and the Lord uses it for our glory and for his kingdom. So, Brother Derek, God bless you. Nice to see you at your of duty. And may the Lord anoint you tonight. Lead us in worship. And may God anoint the servant of God tonight in a special way. God bless you. God bless you
1: Why don't we say God bless you to Brother Tom? I think he can hear it in a few minutes. Why don't we say God bless you? Amen. Amen. It's nice to be gathered together with... Each and every one of you this evening, just trust this is going to be just a wonderful, wonderful time. Why don't we sing we're together again, just praising the Lord. We're together again in one accord. We have to pause for a second for the delay and they can get the the song on the screen for us. Are you happy to be here? Do you love the Lord with all your heart? Amen. We'll have church tonight. we're together
2: again, just praising the Lord. We're together again, in accord. Something good is going to happen. Something good is in store. We're together again, just praising the Lord. together again. (laughs) i <laughs>
1: hallelujah with all of our hearts we believe that tonight we've seen him working we've seen him in action down in Louisiana tonight they're rejoicing I don't know how the roof is going to stay on the church building brother Ryan they're rejoicing the queen of the church has come home and she is I I watched her walk I don't know if anybody saw the, the Facebook post brother Timothy did a live feed and why they had a procession greeted her from the end of this road down a mile-long driveway, I think, just cars lined up. And we're we're imagining, you know, she's been in the hospital four or six weeks and you're weak and weary from being in the hospital. We've been in uh, situations where you see somebody at an atrophy takes over and you become weak and frail oh my she got out of the car and she did a dance down the driveway and waving to everybody. I said my Well, that's where Brother John gets it. Been down to Louisiana, Brother John. They're just excited. They're happy. The presence of the Lord is accompanying the believers. Amen. We're so thankful for the testimony that's come. I texted with Brother Timothy Pruitt and they're just absolutely amazed at what God is allowing to happen in their lives because it could be a different story. There could be a different outcome. But God's a miracle working God. We have prayer requests before us tonight that That's what we need to believe for in our own congregation. We need that victory lap in our own camp. We need that victory lap in our own church. That God would come and he would move cancer cells aside. And he would move diseases aside. In his presence is the fullness of joy. In his presence, all things are possible to them that believe. Maybe you could play I Claim the Blood. Brother brother Ryan. We're connected around the world this evening, but right now, you're connected with the stream of life. We're planted by the rivers of living water. So I just want you to focus your heart in this evening. Don't worry about the internet. If you're on the internet, don't worry about us here. If you're at the church in Cloverdale, we love you. We appreciate you, but we want you to pull from that fountain this evening. He is our source. He is our strength. We have a prayer request from Sister Eleanor Drake that desires us to pray for uh, I believe it's a friend, Sister Eleanor in digital technologies. I actually have to read it from my phone. Uh, Robert Anderson has been diagnosed with stage four cancer. The doctors are saying that the treatment would be really very slow and uh, it would just be a very downhill progress and no way to stop it. And he needs a miracle. He, need, he needs salvation, most importantly. So we'll remember that need with you, Sister Eleanor. We also want to remember Brother Alan King has put in a request. So we want to remember that need. And Brother Alan King, it's nice to have the representation of the Pettingale family here with us. God bless you. And Sister Patty is requesting prayer for back pain and trouble. So we we'll just hold her up. Sister Clara... Had some more tests today, Sister Clara. We're just believing that that fountain of life will flow through you this evening. May he grant every desire of your heart. Our God is great and wonderful. Why don't we just sing, I claim the blood. How many know it, the preaching of the word, the ministering of the word? Spirits are cast out. Demon spirits have to leave. If you have a need in your heart, maybe you don't even know that you need something. There's a sickness that might be trying to come on your body. Many don't know it until the doctors diagnose it. You could be sitting here with something tonight and by the anointed preaching of the word, the Lord could deliver you right where you are. You've done something this evening. You've made a sacrifice. You didn't have to come, but you came. The Lord sees that. The Lord knows that. Why don't we sing this together as so we get ready to pray.
2: I claim a shed on Calvary Those precious blood stains were made there just for me For all my sin my sick. Blood stains. Just reach out your hand as you close your eyes. I claim the blood Jesus shed on Calvary. Yes, Lord. Those precious blood stains, they were made there just for me. Brother Jonas, would you come as we sing it again? I claim the blood Jesus shed.
3: We have an opportunity, Father, to come into your house, Father. But more importantly, Father, you are here, Lord. So grateful, Father, we can sense your presence, Lord. You will never fail, Father, to come to where we are gathering, Lord, with two or three or more, Lord. You will always be in our midst, Lord Jesus. And we rely on that, Father. We need you, Lord Jesus, more than ever. So many needs in the body, Lord, but you're the one, Father. You're the one who can deliver from all those needs, Lord Jesus. Maybe be cancer, whatever it may be, may be back pain, whatever it may be, Father. You've already done the complete yes, work God. at Calvary, Lord Jesus. I can stand here as a vit- as a witness, Father, that you've done a work in my life, Father. You've healed me, Lord Jesus. You've healed once so many more, here, Lord. More, we need you, Lord Jesus, you... once more, Father. May you just come in this
2: Hallelujah.
3: room, Lord. May you come where... Wherever the saints are gathered, Lord Jesus, Father, may you just anoint us, Father. May you anoint Brother John, Lord. May you speak words of eternal life, Lord. May we, may we be changed, Lord Jesus, and may we just get closer to you, Father. Oh, Lord, we need you, Father. May you just come, Lord, for all the needs which have been read, Lord Jesus, Father. May you touch each individual, Lord, whatever they request the Lord, even if it wasn't spoken, Father. You know it, Father. Oh, Father, there's so much we need, Father, but you have everything, Lord. You have everything we need. May you just come now, Father. May you have your way, Lord. And may you come in a supernatural way, Lord Jesus. May we not just come, Lord, and go back and get twisted in our things we do, Lord, but may we be changed from this day on, Lord. May you help us, Father, Lord, in the things which lay ahead, Father, whatever it may be, decisions to be taken, Lord. Oh, Father, may you just move, Lord. We thank you, Lord, and commit everything into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. God
1: bless you, Brother Jonas. Well, I hate to have you sit down, but why don't you have your seats this evening? It's so nice to have each and every one that's gathered here in our visible audience and those that are gathered in various places around the world and across the, the line in Canada. It's so good to be in church. I I told Brother Michael I was talking to him today. I said, well, I hope the streaming stays connected because we're going to have church down here. and We wouldn't want you to miss it. Amen. We do want to ask everybody so that the Internet connection stays uh, very well connected so that they do get to hear and see uh, the service this evening. If you can reach down and turn off your cell phone. Uh, just If you can just turn off the Wi-Fi, if you're a, an emergency type of person and might need to be called, we understand that. But if you could turn off the Wi-Fi on your phone so it doesn't connect, and uh, that'll help the brothers keep the uh, connection to those that are not here present with us. Amen. We're real happy to be here. Nice to have Brother Ryan at the keyboard. Brother Ryan, Brother Jeremy on the bass, appreciate that. We trust that uh, Brother Andrew will have a drum kit. Uh, the Lord carries, and opportunities present themselves and we'll, we'll just have, uh, have everything right here. We have a preacher here tonight. Brother John's going to come and minister the word of life to us so we're going to invite him to, to come and just take the service. Why don't we sing together greater than all my sin is the blood that cleanses me. You appreciate the blood tonight. Amen. Without him where would we be? been a few months since we've gathered, but all it just all of a sudden feels like home, doesn't it? Amen. It's nice. It's good to be here. Brother John, why don't you come just as we sing?
2: Greater than all my sin is the blood that still cleanses me, is the grace that still sets me. Still, I know the blood of life I'm walking in newness of life I cannot fall for it's greater than all the blood of the lamb as we sing it again oh greater
4: Praise Him. Amen. I know the blood of life. Newness of life. I cannot fall for it's greater than all the blood of. Me. Praise the Lord. Amen. Can the chapel say praise the Lord? Glory to God. It's great to be able to be together again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And while this is just uh, new for us and for some we haven't even seen for since March, to be honest with you. So welcome to the house of the Lord. And I know there's many that would have loved to have been here uh, tonight. We're here in the chapel at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. And uh, we want to greet those that are in Cloverdale Bible Way And we want to greet those that are surrounded around the world with us. There's more in the unseen realm than that is here in the seen realm. And we just want to come up into heavenly places. Praise the Lord. We want to welcome uh, tonight to the camp chapel. I just want to make a couple comments before we read uh, the scripture. Sunday service. We was able to stream here for the first time. and. For many on the U.S. side of the border, this was our first time to be together in a service like that. And tonight is our first live service. And we want to thank the Lord Jesus. Amen. We want to give all glory to God. That after these months of being separated and distance, that we can come back into his presence. And it's just like we never left. It's just the same as it was just a few minutes ago in your prayer closet or A few months ago but just to have his presence come is so wonderful we want to thank the ministry of cloverdale bible way the our pastor brother ed bisco and brother tom ray for their leadership in our local assembly and for allowing us to have this connection and be together like this and to recognize all the workers that have been behind the scenes to make this possible and um Brother Jonathan Frey has worked uh, un- just tirelessly on the U.S. side of the border along with his family, the Rivas family, the Brother Paris, and the camp here has just worked so wonderfully. Brother Michael Ray and others on the Canadian side of the border has made this possible. And I wonder if we can just give glory to God and thank them for the, for the work that they've done. Hallelujah. From the bottom of our hearts, we want to thank you. This campground that the service is coming from tonight is like sacred grounds, spiritually, for many of us. And not just for us, but for hundreds and thousands of believers around the world. And tonight I wanted to acknowledge that, that we're not just coming from a building. We're coming from ground that have been dedicated to the Lord Jesus and purchased uh, years ago for the believers of the Bride of Christ. And I've heard back from pastors and ministers of this message this very week. that have very fond memories of this campground. Our children have met the Lord here. Our young people have experienced Christ here. The middle-aged and older ones have rejoiced to see the word coming alive. Miracles Have taken place here. Healings have taken place here. Relationships and friendships have been cultivated over the years. And we just are agreeing tonight. That that would only continue. My wife and I was listening on the way to the service. It's it's exactly one hour drive. One way for us. We were listening to this day. This scripture is fulfilled. And I was thinking. Wow. We are fulfilling a vision even tonight. A vision of the Lord Jesus to provide a place for us. Little did any of us realize we'd be gathered tonight with about 50 or a little more with the workers that are here. And then with Cloverdale and countless hundreds around the world that are connected with us. So we'll stream this service. If we don't show it enough, we're excited. (laughs) We are thrilled. We're happy. Uh, I mentioned to Brother Michael Ray, it's like a young child on their birthday or on Christmas morning. (laughs) To be able to be together in fellowship with uh, brothers and sisters of like precious faith. So we bring you greetings and we want to just welcome the Lord now as we just all stand to our feet. We're going to turn right to the scripture and go right to the word. We're going to read from the book of Esther tonight. Esther chapter 4 and... I believe it's fine Uh, just wanting to let the congregation know in Cloverdale that we can see you. And throughout the service, um, your amens or your responses is acknowledged from our side. And so you might not be able to know that we can see you, but we can see you. And how much more the Lord Jesus can see all of us. Tonight, we don't want to just have a service and go out and be the same. We just desire that the Lord Jesus would just now come in a special way and visit us. Esther is right before the book of Job and Psalms and Proverbs. Esther chapter four. But before we read, could we bow our heads together and maybe if you'd like to slip up your hand now to the Lord if you have a need or a desire. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this opportunity to gather With brothers and sisters. Men and women and children that love you. That love your appearing. That united under the banner of this message. We want to declare from the bottom of our hearts. That we thank you for your amazing grace. We thank you for your love and for your salvation that has flowed. Even into this generation and our hearts have been turned back. Because of a message Because of a prophet that has been sent to our generation. And this word lingers within our souls. Within our spirits and our bodies. Tonight we're inviting you Lord into the atmosphere. Into the hearts of all of us. As now worshipers we've taken our places. We have prayed. We have sang songs. And now we're dedicating the opening of your word. And ask you to speak to us Lord Jesus. Lord, some that I'm speaking to within this building here have not been together like this for four months or so. Lord, tonight, if we're a little rusty, if we're a little bit, Lord, reserved, would you forgive us? But from our hearts, we just feel like bursting out. We feel like shouting and waving our hands. We, Lord, if we feel a little bit tonight like we don't know how to act with one another, it's because it's been just a little bit a while, Lord. And we can stream and we can see one another through this medium. Uh, we've been in fellowship for these months. But there's nothing like getting together. And looking into the faces of other brothers and sisters. And sensing your nearness. And Lord as we've spoken over the years. How you have met us here at Mount Baker Bible Way Camp. Little did any of us realize that we would be gathered like this tonight in this special way so I pray Lord as we lay aside all of our humanness and our carnal thinking and just the things of life that you would come as you have so many times to this campgrounds that we would drive in a certain person and by the time we would drive out of the front gate our lives would be changed Lord, let that take place again tonight. And may the Spirit of God go up through Cloverdale Bible Way into Surrey, British Columbia, and out across the airwaves. And let there be a mighty testimony. That your word is marching on. May there be healings. May there be miracles. May there be your Holy Spirit. And the pillar of fire. Just moving heart to heart. And take away any strangeness. Or any weirdness Lord. We're connected by a certain way Lord. And if there would be any problems. Or disconnections. I I believe you'll bring us back together again. And we'll be able to continue. So bless every part of this service and your word especially. We give it to you in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Can we say amen? Amen. God bless you in Esther chapter 4 verse 10. We're just stepping into the account of Esther. Esther chapter 4 verse 10. And Esther spake unto Haddock. Haddock was the king's chamber. He was the eunuch. And gave him commandment unto Mordecai. Now Mordecai was actually her cousin. And also her adoptive father. He was the older one. And Esther was just. If you look through history. She was they say a teenager. That had been chosen to be the king's. A wife. The, the, the bride. Verse 11. All the king's servants. And the people of the king's provinces. Do know. That whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come unto the king into the inner court, who is not called, there is one law of his to be put to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called to come in unto the king these thirty days. And they told to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther. I want you to follow the words of Mordecai. To this young person in the message. Think not with thyself. That thou shall escape in the king's house. More than all the Jews. For if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time. Then shall their enlargement. And deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth. Whether thou art come to the kingdom. For such a time as this. I want you to watch this verse 14 really close. This is where we're taking our title for tonight. For such a time as this. And those were the words in verse 14 the word of Mordecai to Esther and who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this then Esther bade them return Mordecai this answer go and gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan and fast ye for me and neither eat nor drink three days night or day I also and my maidens will fast likewise and so will I go in unto the king, which is not according to the law. If And if I perish, I perish. And the last verse. So Mordecai went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him. God bless you. You can have your, your seats tonight. God bless you. Tonight, we want to speak on this and take this for a thought for such a time as this. And uh, we that are visible here tonight, it might be just a little bit rusty. You might have to break out a little bit. You know, a, a little amen or a waving of the hand is good. It's a good word and it creates atmosphere for those that are also streaming. And so God bless you tonight. We so wonderful. I also mentioned to my wife that. There's one thing about tonight's service. We know every person that is here tonight, they wanted to be here. (laughs) And they registered and they got in early. And so we know that each one of you want to be here. And there's a desire in our hearts also that you go away and that you're fed. And that you're fed good food for this season. Amen. For such a time as this, as we're just taking it out of... Esther chapter 4 now in the scripture that we read when Mordecai said to Esther it's actually written like in a question who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this but tonight and for tonight's service I would just like to turn that personally for you and I after all that we have heard in the opening of the word for all these weeks, and all these months, and all these years. feel to us in this, let tonight's service be a declaration for such a time as this. I want every single person here tonight to take this not as a question, a uh, little do you know that possibly you could be raised up for such, but I want you to take it as a, a real personal encouragement that God has raised you up for such a time as this. And so as we just... ...seen realm than what we really know is going on. And tonight, scripture is being fulfilled. The vision is being fulfilled. God is fulfilling his word that he would have a bride without spot or without wrinkle. And there's not going to virus be able to stop it. There's not going to be an economy be able to stop it. There's not going to be your health or your family issue or a personal issue. Stop the moving of the Holy Spirit. Amen. For such a time as this. And we're going to bring this even for our children and our young people all the way up to the elders because little as we go along in our time, the older ones that have an experience with God and they can kind of plow through these times of distancing and being apart, but never forget that we have children. We have young people. We have those that are new in the faith. We have those that need to be encouraged. That's why Paul spoke in the book of Hebrews and actually commanded us. That we are to gather ourselves together so much more as we see the day approaching. And the day has been approaching. So let's look at this tonight for such a time as this. Tonight, this is a personal recognition. This is not just the boss that you might have speaking to you. This isn't a manager or a supervisor. This is God speaking to you. This is the Holy Spirit, the faithful one that called you, that places you from a little girl, from a little boy throughout your lifetime all the way to tonight. He's trying to give you an announcement that you would recognize for such a time as this, we have arrived. It's not that we will arrive. It's not that we're slowly moving toward a destination. But we have arrived to a time where the men and women in the bride of Christ. Are willing to be counted. I'm willing to be counted. I'm willing to stand. I'm willing to be make a reservation. To be with the bride of Jesus Christ. And we know that there's a lot that can't be here tonight. Or because of health. Or because of certain reasons of distance. But let this little chapel tonight. Be a representative. Locally and globally. That we have been raised up for such a time as this and tonight we we don't want to back down from the challenge we don't want to just kind of come back together and get in another rut or just get into another channel of just church but we want to be able to take spiritual steps and be able to move out into those realms where all things are possible all things are possible so tonight I'm not just speaking about a space of time as we're going to just come into some things Brother Branham spoke about for such a time as this. It's not just a space of time or just on the calendar, but to real believers. It's part of eternity tonight. We are fellow in eternity where God's word comes down to influence us and bring to pass. His will and his mind in your life and in my lifetime. Oh, don't you want that to happen tonight? For the Holy Spirit to just begin to pulsate again, even within young hearts, even within middle-aged hearts. Even within the older hearts that Mordecai was an older brother, we would say in the message. And Esther was a younger lady that had just come into her position. But you find it came from Mordecai to Esther. But then it was Esther that spoke back to Mordecai in verse 16. She was the one that had the personal revelation, gather a fast. Let's get together. We're not going to eat or drink for three days and, and we want to see God come on the scene and I'm going to go before the king. And if it's, it's not according to the law, she said, but if I perish, I perish. God, may the word come from just being in a book that we call the Bible. Let it go from just being a quote from just our prophet. Let it go from just a mother or a father or a deacon or a minister. But let it lodge down in our hearts for such a time as this. That's why I'm here. So when we look at the space of time, I want you to look at it as eternity that is now being coming out. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 says to everything there is a season and a time to every purpose. And he goes on to say the preacher in Ecclesiastes 3.11 says he has made everything beautiful in his time. So tonight you might feel like you're out of time or you're out of beat or you're wondering where is God's timing in my life. But God is making everything can we say everything you say well that's true for you or that could be true for this family but he's making everything beautiful in his time and God's time is always the right time he's always on time every time so tonight we're not just speaking about time on earth but we're speaking about eternity. Where God is declaring to the individual tonight a word of encouragement, Brother Jerry. He's speaking from the scripture to edify us, to provoke us, maybe back to focus. As we've already said, it's not our boss or our manager or our supervisor. But it's now God speaking to us. We're going beyond just your mother saying this to you. We're going beyond just our father Saying this to you, we're going beyond just the ministry saying that to you. School teacher, this is Christ. This is the word. And, and as we look into the message I've been listening to is your life worthy of the gospel. So nice to see you, brother Gideon, Lord EDA that we, I think you were the last baptism that we were able to have there in Cloverdale and to see you there with Abigail and your mother. I know your father is translating into the Spanish language. But to have these testimonies right among us. That our lives are being called worthy of the gospel. Now tonight you might be sitting real humbly. And kind of sitting back in your seat. But God is speaking to you. You are worthy of the gospel. For such a time as this. That's why he's called you into this relationship. So I was thinking about the negative that was happening in the world and how it's falling apart, that there's always a positive among the true believers. And when I was listening to is your life worthy of the gospel, Brother Branham was saying every man and every son that comes to God has got to go through that hour of testing that hour of testing. He said, this is the age of women. This nation is where she has to go through that testing. And if she can be a pretty woman and act like a sister, the Lord's blessings upon her. You know, brothers, we ought to be thankful tonight for our sisters that are among us. In their godly dress, in their godly uh, atmosphere, they are standing out there for such a time as this. We are unashamed of our sisters. We're unashamed of our brothers. I mean, I mean, we're mechanics. We're, we're carpenters. We're, we're janitors. We're salesmen. We, we, we do things uh, in the course of our life to make it through life. But for such a time as this is a royal calling. It's something deeper than just our outward, uh, uh, um, outward expressions. It's more than just the language we speak as our precious sister Mimi is here from Africa. But it goes beyond our just the color of our skin or our past culture. We have come into the culture of the word. We are one family tonight. We are one body and we're speaking globally for such a time as this. God has called us to stand and be counted in this great hour of testing. Now, notice now and come into this fellowship as he speaks about is your life worthy of the gospel as as every man has got to come to this hour of testing and the age of this woman he talked about as this nation is has got to go through that testing if she can be a pretty woman and act like a sister the lord's blessings upon her but when she can get herself to know this And display herself. He's talking about to know the word. And then begin to display yourself in a wrong way. It absolutely shows that she's got a bad spirit on her. She don't mean to be that way. I don't think many of them don't. They just don't realize that. And he's talking about the condition of the age. And how a woman is a type of this age. Do you know you're the type of the bride of Christ? We are the bride of Christ. But you're also reflecting his nature. You're reflecting his victory. So God is not defeated. We've been four months now into a global pandemic. But God is not defeated. The word is not diminished. It's only gotten greater. Miracles are still taking place. and Healings are still taking place. Even tonight, Sister Clara, woman that was in the doctor's office today. And the doctor said, just as he was leaving the room, keep up whatever you're doing. Hallelujah. You know what she's been doing? She's been having faith. She's been believing in the prayers of the saints and holding on to God's word. And just going into Friday, this Friday, for an infusion. But we pray that Sister Clara would be infused with the power of the Holy Ghost. Just move out all them foreign cells and all of those cells that are foreign in any person's body here tonight. We're taking authority over the enemy tonight. By his stripes we are healed. We have been sealed until the day of our redemption. We're not here tonight because we have to be, brother Israel. No one forced us to be here. We're not here because it's a job or, you know, but you many of you that drove an hour one way. It, it definitely wasn't just because you're going to get home early and be able to go to bed early. There's a hunger. There's a thirst. There's a need we have to get together and fellowship and lift up our hands and shout Hallelujah. Now in the state of Washington, they're wanting us to mask up and cover our face and cover our mouths. But you know, you can look into the eyes of a person. And, and the eyes of a person tells a lot about their their nature and their character. Oh, don't you want the nature of Christ to flow through our eyes? Amen tonight. Even as we hear the word, may the Lord just minister to you. But he's talking about a woman that would be indecent and begin to dress immodest. And begin to think about a person that would wear those clothes out on the street. And this is what really connected to my heart. Because he began to speak about his own family. And his own two teenage girls that was actually right there in the service. This is in Jeffersonville. And he said, I've got two young girls sitting here. And they were teenagers. And I don't know what the outcome of them will be. He said, I just pray for them. Now he's talking about children and young people. He's bringing it right into his own family. I don't know the outcome of what they will be. I just pray for them. He said, and you can't tell. I don't know. And they're not immune from that. He, he's talking about they're not immune from a spirit that would try to come on them. A bad spirit that would want to make them go in another direction. That make them go. And he said they're not immune from that. They've got to stand on their own two feet. Before Jesus Christ. And give an answer. He said they can't go in on what I believe. And what their mother believes. I don't know what they do. Now here's a prophet giving us an example. About his two teenage daughters. They can't go in on what I believe. Or what their mother believes. I don't know what they do, but I actually believe in this hour, if them girls went out on the street with them kind of clothes on and a man insulted them and them kind of clothes. I don't believe if I had the opportunity, I could even condemn the man. That's right. I condemned the girls. They had no business doing that. He's talking about his own daughters. His own girls. That if they went in a wrong direction. This is a good example tonight. We need to stay with the word of God. Whether it's in our families. Or with our friends. We stand true to the word of God. Even if it was his own daughters. I couldn't condemn the girls. They'd have no business doing that. So he's talking about. It comes down to the individuals. That's what I wanted to bring this here tonight. It comes down to. The individuals, they can't go in on what their mother thinks or what their daddy thinks. They've got to stand on their own two feet and give an answer. Tonight, we are giving an answer. We're standing in the presence of God. This was just so much on my heart over the weekend that I actually shared it at the wedding that we took on Saturday with Brother Jeremiah Lovell, which... We have known him and his family from Phoenix, Arizona, from before he was even born. And now Sister Anna Hope, St. John, how they were bringing and getting married. And I was just closing out before the vows and the, the rings. And I said, Brother Jeremiah and Sister Anna Hope have had a real fine upbringing. Real wonderful parents and background with, with the lineage and the heritage that they have. But now this is their time. This is their day. This is their hour. And friends, we can't lean on just the past of good or even bad influences. It's your time tonight to say, this is like Mordecai speaking to Esther for such a time as this. I am standing. Now tonight, the reason we open with that quote is to bring an encouragement to all of us. It's an encouragement to the younger generation that we support you. We salute you and God bless you, but this is your time. Esther wasn't in her thirties and she wasn't in her forties. She was a young person. She she stayed close to Mordecai, which we'd say was an elder in the message. It was actually her elder cousin and it was actually he, her father and mother had passed away. We would say she was an orphan and she, he became an adoptive father. So Esther listened really close to the counsel of Mordecai. But what you're going to find after the Bible says, who knoweth whether thou art come to the kingdom for such a time as this? That was Mordecai giving her encouragement. To move on out into her place. But it was Esther. That made that that final statement. I will go before the king. And if I perish. I will perish. There's a great need tonight. Even on a Wednesday night. For there to be a transfer. Of that revelation to the new generation. And for them to rise up on their own strength. And say if I perish. I perish. For such a time as this. I am going into the King tonight. We are seeing a great slackening of standards and excuse me too. If we're a little rusty or a little getting the rust out of us. Amen. Can you have a little grace with us for such a time as this? It's God actually speaking to our hearts that we have been raised up. You have been raised up for such a time as this. But we're living in a great slackening of standards. Globally, we see it, a great slackening. Where people do not want sin called out or dealt with in their lives. That's why even in the last four months, it's so easy to slide behind an internet screen. Or not even stream at all. Or not to see a brother. Or not to see a sister. And sometimes even amongst good people, there can be a slackening and a loosening And I want to encourage you tonight. It's time to tighten up the belt a little bit. It's time to look one another in the face, in the eyes and say, for such a time as this, we have been called. People do not want sin called out or dealt with today. They they want an easy Christian life that is free of suffering, that is void of hardship. It seems like people do not even want to speak about the things of the word hardly anymore. It's so easy to talk about the job or the or the bills or, you know, talk about maybe the sale that's going on. But to talk about the things of the word seems to almost be another effort. It's almost like another level, but we need to come up to that level. Many people have become pansies. Almost I'm talking about globally. I'm talking about a a negative to show you the positive that it was in this climate that Esther stood up and said, I will go in for such a time as this. I will make my stand. Many people become pansies and just want to be stroked. They just want to be stroked and called a good Christian. They just want to go out and live their own private lives free from any accountability. They don't want to answer to no one. They don't feel they need to give any kind of answer. And if someone would be opposite or different, it's like Satan wants to separate people into their little camps and separate people in the, into their little ideologies. But I believe the Holy Spirit has a way of breaking down all those things. Do we agree tonight? The word is the same. We speak one language and that is the word of God. And there's something about a believer that's able to, To just desire to be led by the Spirit of God. If I could ask everyone in this chapel tonight. Who desires to be led by the Spirit. I believe it would probably be unanimous. We desire to be led by the Spirit of God. We would say the Holy Spirit. The leadership where it flows down into our lives. And where we're guided by the eye of an eagle anointing where we can look above all the things and look above what I might be seeing with my eyes or hearing on the news or seeing that might, it might be black and white right in front of you, your finances. But for a sister, for a brother, to lift up their eyes and look beyond all of that and believe in the provider or believe in the healer or believe that we're going to go in a rapture is going to take a stronger faith than just a carnal faith. For such a time as this, we've been raised up. And I want to encourage you tonight. We were born for this message. You was born to live this message. That's where we've come from all kindreds and tongues and nations. And from off the streets of Bellingham or or from another country or Africa or into China. As I was thinking of our precious brother Murphy and the brothers and sisters there today. Little did we realize we were born for this message. For such a time as this is why you are a certain age or a certain revelation. And God is trying to move into your heart, trying to move beyond your senses, trying to move behind your body and your spirit to get down into the inside, to give you that personal revelation for such a time as this is why you are. This message came for us. Hallelujah. I want that just to soak down into your heart. This message came for you. It came to collect you. You were the one that was the eagle in the chicken yard. That nothing in the barnyard and all the clucking and all their music and all their fantastics didn't satisfy you. This message came for you. Hallelujah. I just want to rejoice tonight. And we look at one another for the first time. We said, praise the Lord. I mean, look at us tonight. The message came to put us in the same room. And even when Satan would want to put a line and put a border, God put us all in the same room. Brother Tom and Sister Joanne, Sister Eleanor, we're in the same room tonight. And greater than all of that, As some are streaming from Africa tonight, right now, we are in the same room. We're in the same throne room. We're in the same bride of Jesus Christ. We're the same wife. For such a time as this, there's a minority of Christians on the face of the earth. I want you to just listen. Just as I speak a few things from our heart, we are in the minority tonight. And some might think it's a struggle to get together like this, but there may come a day when they don't let us on the internet, when they don't let us on YouTube, when they don't let our websites stream out this message. It's good for us to flex our wings a little bit and say, by the grace of God, for such a time as this, Lord, pour in the strength I need tonight. Give me, give our children. You've you've opened up this little window that we can come back together again. So, Lord, we want to receive your, your power and receive your strength. Because tonight we are a minority on the face of the earth. But we're not going to let these global things that and the local societies or culture define us. We're not going to let what the media is telling us, what is their truth, define us. The message is the truth. We're not going to let what the what, what the world is trying to tell us is in his big web that we need to believe and we need to accept. The bride is going in another direction. We're going in the rapture. We're getting out of here. There has to be a conscious effort as believers to resist the enemy. We resist what's popular with the world. We resist. What Satan is trying to cram down our throat and say, you have to do this and you have to believe this. Friends, there has to be something in the believers. And don't get me wrong. We're walking through these delicate times. I'm speaking about the word of God. Esther had a revelation. She was going to walk in before the king. And God was going to back up her testimony. Praise God. We need more people like that. where sons and daughters of God are happy to be sons and daughters of God. Hallelujah. We're happy to be here tonight. Hallelujah. I was happy when they said unto me, we can go to the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. It was like an excitement and an energy. I've got to go, Sister Tracy. I've got to go, Brother Andrew. I want to go and be with the believers again. Little did you realize tonight that something that was giving you that desire was the Holy Spirit. It was the strength you need. It was the divine potion to say, for such a time as this, I am moving you out into the forefront, little bride, to stand. Say, when, when I've done all to stand and, and I feel a little bit wobbly and I'm unsure. Just keep focusing your heart and let the Holy Spirit direct your life. Tonight, the bride is looking for that eagle, Eyes to direct her footsteps for the future. Tonight we can't be under some just an emotion. We're not just all getting together under some emotion. Or under some opinion. It's not we're just all getting together under some direction of some others. And we need to be very careful In this time. Because I know that some of you go to university. Or you go to school. Or you live in an environment. Where Satan is wanting to just move people's hearts. In a certain direction. But it's not the time to get under the anointing. Of this age. It's time to make sure you're under the anointing. Of the word of God. For such a time as this. You know God put something in the believer. Called the Holy Ghost. And it's oil. It's oil. That pushes out all the nonsense and all the things that would come into us as, as a little dove of the Holy Spirit and that oil that's in the dove just pushes out all the filthiness and, and all the things of the, of the world. So it is for you tonight as we're hearing the word. It's washing us. It's cleansing us. It's pushing out all the things of the world that you had to face today. Welcome to the house of God. Welcome to where the word can wash us and cleanse us and separate us from the things of this world. Even well-meaning family members. As we've been speaking on, Brother Branham and his first wife Hope. Even when it came to the end of her life, they knew it was because of her mother. And Brother Branham's mother-in-law that had kind of made a statement that had led and pushed them in a certain direction. So even well-meaning family members or enthusiastic co-workers or friends trying to move you into a certain vein. Tonight, it's an encouragement for such a time as this to find the perfect will of God for your life. Because the watchman is looking out over your personal affairs. Glory to God tonight. Isn't this good to know that the watchman's watching out over us? The Holy Spirit Um, If this chapel tonight could say anything to our pastor, to our shepherd, to our watchman, is all well? Is all well? What about the great watchman that's in heaven tonight? Our great heavenly father is all well? Has he taken care of you just right? I would say, blessed be the name of the Lord. You have called us to live in an evil hour, Father. You've called us to live in a very uh, evil time. But great has been your faithfulness. Great has been your word. You have looked out for our personal well-being for our whole lives. God has been watching out for you. Let's turn to another scripture. I'd like to turn to Psalms. If we could read this scripture together. Psalms chapter 14. I don't know if it's possible for the brothers to put it on the screen. Or not for our streaming audience. But if they're not able. Psalms chapter 14. Verse 1. Oh when we all get to heaven. What a day of rejoicing that will be. When we all see Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah, we'll sing and we'll shout the victory. Not the woe is me and not all our troubles, but we'll sing and shout the victory. Hallelujah, nice to see your smiles tonight. <laughs> Glory, Psalms chapter 14. Let's, let, let's just read this, I'll read verse one and the congregation can read verse two. So you read really loud. I think the microphone can pick you up here in the chapel. So I'll read verse one. And you read verse two and we'll, we'll read this chapter, Psalms 114. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abomin- abominable works. There is none that doeth good. They are all gone aside. They are all together become filthy. There is none that doeth good. No, not one. Verse 5. There were they in great fear. For God is in the generation of the righteous let's read verse 7 together oh that the salvation of Israel were come out of Zion when the Lord bringeth back the captivity of his people Jacob shall rejoice and Israel shall be glad praise the Lord In my Bible, verse seven, there's an exclamation mark when it says, "Oh, that the salvation of Israel were come out of Zion!" Oh, sometimes that's what we need in our experience. We need the Lord exclamation mark. We can just be kind of going through life, but then it's like something God drops down, something on purpose, an inspiration. He drops down a revelation. We can just be kind of even as a brother, as a provider, just kind of going our forward and forward and reversals. Even you sisters that uh, that, are, that struggle and go through certain things. Maybe as a housewife, you can just be looking at things and kind of just be battling and getting weary. Maybe through a whole season, it's like that. Then it's like all of a sudden the Holy Spirit just kind of begins to come and kind of move you into a certain channel or into a certain corner or in you you hear a certain message you hear a certain quote and what is that that's God from eternity dropping something down in your time in your time and God wants to hear it in our voice. In your time, you're making all things beautiful. Then it's like in that moment of release and praise, God sets you free. It's like he's just begin to give you a liberation. There's someone that's in this room tonight that in the past year has been very dark and very deep. But even someone mentioned to me today this certain person by name. And they said, have you noticed? I said, I have noticed. It's like the Lord just brought them through this valley and brought them up. And they are a totally different person tonight. I want to say praise the Lord for that. A mother, a teenager, a little girl. That all of a sudden they get this inspiration. Like we've heard from Mordecai tonight to Esther. Do you realize that for such a time as this? That's why you're here. God wants to use your life. And, and it almost like shakes us because we feel unworthy. We feel little most of the time. But when God pushes us out there and says, Esther, it's this time that I've called you for. You are the message. You are the word. You are my testimony. You are my strength. Oh, it gives the believer such an encouragement tonight. Now, when we look at Brother Branham in the church age book, can I go on a few more minutes? Are we doing okay? He was talking about harvest time. On page 375, harvest time. He said, have you noticed that in the harvest time, there is a real acceleration in the ripening But there is consequently a slowing of growth until there's no growth. Now, for some of you tonight, if you would just listen real close, this might help you. Because we are in harvest time. And if you're just looking at things through your eyes, you might get disappointed. You might get discouraged. Here's a prophet in just a few lines. Could take a lot of that off your shoulders. That in harvest time... There's a real acceleration in the ripening or in the maturing. But there's also a slowing of growth until there's no growth. And for some of you, even in this building, that's where Satan has told you, you don't have the Holy Ghost or you're not saved. Here's a prophet saying at harvest time, that is when there's going to be a slowing of growth. And we're going to come into a time where there's no growth. He said, is that not exactly where we are seeing now? The false vine is losing multitudes to the communist. And various other types of belief. I can say in these last weeks we have seen that in America and around the world. Where the false vine have lost touch in their churches and in the reality with the people. And they've taken on communist thoughts. That's what Brother Branham talked about even back in the 60s. They were under a spirit of Satan that was anointing them in their riots and all of their position that they were taking back then. We have seen it repeated in our day. It's communism trying to be manifested in the people. And Brother Branham said they are losing multitudes to the communist and various other types of belief. Her numbers are not increasing as she would like us to think. Talking about the false vine. Her hold on the people is not what it used to be. And in so many cases, it's going, in the church, it's going, it's just, watch what he said here. In so many cases, going to church is just a show. Did everyone hear that? The false vine has come to a place where going to church is just a show. Incredible. God, may we never come to the place that going to church is just for a show. It's just for our dress or my hair or I'm I'm just here so people think I'm doing good. Literally in these last months, Satan has taken that away from not just believers, but from most people and has segregated them out to their corners. This is your time to say for such a time as this, I am a believer. I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to get watered down. I'm not going to be a pansy. I don't need to be stroked and talked always good about. I'm pressing on the upward way. And if I need to be corrected, if I need to be rebuked, it's time that we kind of tighten up our shoes a little bit and we say, Lord, I receive that. I accept that. I don't need that attitude. I don't need that bad spirit. I am going in the rapture. Can we say amen again? Amen. We can be petted and watered and hosp- you know, hothouse planted all day long, but as we've seen over the years, those are the ones that are falling away. God's raising up a generation like we just read in Psalms 19, a generation of righteous men and women that fear their God and shall do great exploits. So I want to remind everyone that in this harvest time, as the growth becomes slower, don't let Satan put in some unbelief and some question mark about your experience. He said in the True Vine, this is the Church Age book. What about her? Is she growing? Where are those vast numbers that keep coming to revivals and alter, uh, answer altar calls? This is Brother Branham asking these questions. Are not most of them merely emotional in their approach or desirous of something physical? Rather than desiring that which is truly spiritual. This is Brother Branham getting deeper under the layers. Making sure that we're not here for just the emotional. You can respond tonight. How how many have we seen it that they're just there for the show? They're just there for the emotion. I, I, even little children and young people, they can get to the place where they're looking down the row. I wonder how my you know my my counselor's taking this. I wonder how you know three of my boys are taking this in my cabin. It's time for you to respond to the word yourself. You're growing up now. For such a time as this, you are a son of God. I am a daughter of God. If my father don't go, I'm going to go. I mean, why the go the way of your father? If he's going in a direction, you can see that God's not blessing his life. You say, well, if my mother don't go, I'm going to go the way. No, you go the way the word is telling you to go. I know this kind of preaching's a little different on a Wednesday night, but it's good for us. We're sons and daughters of God. Brother Branham said about his own girls, he said, if they went in a certain direction, I'd have to condemn the girl for dressing like that. So now he's, he's putting it right down the line. He's not going to just, oh, well, that's my daughter and that. No, no, no. He's making a distinction for the future generation. Stay with the word. What about this true vine? He said, are not most of them merely emotional in their approach or desirous of something physical rather than desiring that which is truly spiritual? Is this age not like the day in which Noah entered the ark and the door was shut? But yet God tarried in judgment for seven days. No one was literally turned to God in those silent days. Now this is Brother Branham saying this. He's applying the harvest time. And the true vine. And now Noah going into the door. Going into the ark. And the door being shut. And he said God tarried in judgment seven days. No one was literally turned to God. In those silent days. That's where Satan comes in and says. Where is God among us? That's when Satan wants to come in. And derail you off to some sidetrack. And. Get you going down some side road. And I said, wow, what a quote for July 2020 for today. That we could have that even read in this chapel and say the same things that happened. What Brother Brownham was saying in the church age book we see being repeated in our generation. Then there has to be a generation. Rise up. Which I believe that we are here. I I just mentioned this to Brother Jonathan Frey last night. As we were leaving the chapel. After doing some sound check with the brothers. And and I just made the question. Where is that generation? And he said we are here. Where is the generation of believers. That desire to rise to the challenge. And say for such a time as this. I am going forward. And Brother Jonathan Frey. Immediately responded, we are here. In questions and answers, 1964, I see that I have about 10 more minutes. Can I take my 10 minutes? Brother Bradham said in Jeffersonville, oh how this world is contaminated. There's not a hope for it at all. They have crossed the dividing line between reason and common sense, let alone between salvation. He said, man can't even judge. We don't have men no more like we used to have. Where is Patrick Henry? Where is Abraham Lincoln? Men that stood for solid convictions. If I ask that question tonight, where are they? I believe some of you brothers out there would say, here we are, Lord. Here are our young men. Here are our young ladies. Where is the Esther's among us? Where is the Sarah's? Where is the Mary's? I believe we have them tonight, brother Derek and sister Debbie, that lined up right there, your whole family with it, that would be able to say for such a time as this, not because the daddy, not because the mother, but because now David says, I have a revelation. I am here for such a time as this. Do we agree this world is contaminated? Would we all agree they've lost reason? Uh, Just talk to brother, uh, our precious brother Andy Weathers for just five minutes. You'll find out what's happening out there. They've gone crazy. They've lost all reason. Brother Branham said, where is that man that can raise up? And he's talking about how people dress today, worldly women, and stripping themselves out before the men. And run out there like a bunch of striptease. And then put the boy in penitentiary that insults one of them. He said, If she puts herself out there. He's talking about the the person that puts themselves out there. He said there's no more common decency for her. And where's the laws that can stop it? You know what friends? This world is making laws. That is going to stop the good. And let the evil just keep right on going. How many know that? Christians are a minority. We are not a majority. The world is on a fast track. In a negative direction. That's why, friends, we don't want to be hanging on to their media and to their news feeds. It's time to get back to Christ. Back to, is your life worthy of the gospel? Back to third exodus. Back to the church age. Back to where men and women feed off of that. And they are becoming eternity in a space called time. Our little little expression of time is just a little bit of eternity. And we see they've lost their common sense. They've lost their reasons. It's contaminated. Brother Branham said there's no hope for it at all. But I believe with all my heart there's a generation of believers that desire to rise to the challenge. I believe there's men and women, boys and girls that are willing to be counted. How many are here tonight on a, I believe we're here tonight. I'm willing to be counted. I believe there's a generation of people that will lay aside petty things to serve Christ. We'll just lay aside our petty thoughts and our ideas. We'll just lay it all down for one cause, for the word of God. I believe people out of this hour will go on the rapture and be changed. I believe I'm looking into the faces of some brothers and sisters that we should feel happy to spend eternity with. Say, well, Brother John, I'm glad I don't have to go home and live with him tonight. You don't have to. But somehow, you're going to have to live in eternity together. So that's why we need to lay aside all our petty differences. Lay aside all our little divisions and strifes. and For one cause, one aim. Let's pick up the yoke tonight. For such a time as this. I believe if you're sick here tonight in this chapel building or if you're there at Cloverdale Bible Way in the building there just off to 60th Avenue, if you are sick in your body by his stripes, you are healed. I believe that with all my heart. I believe like brother Branham said, and then knoweth it not. He's talking about the president of the nation. He's talk, he said, where is our John Quincy Adams? Where's our Abraham Lincolns, men of principle? Where's our Patrick Henry that would say, give me liberty or give me death? He said, where is a man that stands for what's right? And when you hear these things tonight, it's not brother John. It's a prophet trying to give Esther that encouragement. Go out there. It's your time for such a time as this. Esther, here's a prophet saying, where is a man that stands for what's right? Where is the man that's not afraid to speak out? Regardless if the whole world's against him, speak out for what's right and stand for it and die for it. Where's our Arnold von Winkle read again tonight? We all remember Arnold there in Switzerland. While everybody else is grumbling and complaining and talking about how hard it is. He's over here sharpening his spear. Sharpening his sword. Sharpening something. He's going to give it to somebody else and say, follow me. And he ran into the thick of those soldiers. And he gave his life that day. And because of that encouragement and inspiration, the whole army was routed. I wonder what could happen tonight if we in this building said, for such a time as this, I am here. I wonder if our deacons, Brother Jeff and Brother Martin and Brother Doug, made that kind of a a revelation for such a time as this. We're going to take care of these believers. Even Brother Joe there that's on the Canadian side, Brother Glenn, Brother Marco, and our Brother Jose and other deacons, for such a time as this, we're going to rise to the occasion to serve our people. I wonder if our song leaders, brother Nathan Hildebrand and brother Derek and brother uh, Ryan and whoever would song lead, brother Michael, Ray and others, I wonder if we could have this determination for such a time as this, we have been called. Don't slouch back. Don't go off the radar. Don't, don't, don't just be not counted. Stand up there and say for such a time as this. Because our little children are watching us. Our young people are watching us. Those that are in their 20s in our church have watched our level of commitment over these last months. And now is not the time to find 20 and 30 seats available in the chapel, in the sanctuary, in, in, the, in the in the fellowship hall balcony. It's time for it to be totally full with whatever can be there in capacity. Amen. You say, oh, I'm streaming. God bless you. Be there early. Pull on the word. Amen. We're an army. For such a time as this, that's why we're here. You need, and as our musicians come, Brother Jeremy and Brother Ryan, Brother Branham's asking the question, where is men of integrity? Where is men with spirit? Where is men of integrity? Where is men with spirit? He said they're so wishy-washy and gommed up. Until they don't know where they stand. He said I wonder if we can just close with this kind of a prayer. God. This is brother Branham speaking. Let me stand with the principles of one man. As a minister. The word of Jesus Christ. For heavens and earth will pass away. But it will never fail. On this rock I'll build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Oh my loving brothers and sisters. What a what a battle cry tonight. For such a time as this. You know what's very amazing as Brother Ryan plays. At the end of this service and knoweth it not. 1965 Brother Branham had the congregation stand. He began to sing that song. Bless be the tie that binds our hearts and kin- Christian love. The fellowship of kindred mine is like to that above. Then he said something that we're not allowed to do tonight. Five months ago, we could have done it. But Brother Branham said, now join your hands with one another. It's amazing what used to be normal, what used to be good, what used to be the close of the service, and what used to be let's lay hands on one another. Let's take somebody by the hand is a memory. And seconds wanting to distance and push you back. and No, they shall not lay hands on. No, they shall not be close together. No, I'm going to push them to where they're all alone. the Holy Spirit's like saying, no, there's still a voice, Esther, for such a time as this. Let's join our hands together, he said. And when we asunder part, it gives us inward pain. But we shall still be joined in heart and hope to meet again. And he sings the song, God be with us till we meet again. I wonder as we bow our heads tonight. We could just ask the Lord to punctuate this for such a time as this. If you leave with just anything tonight, let that be a word of encouragement that this is your calling. This is you accepting your purpose. This is you personally acknowledging for such A time as this, Lord. Oh, it's good to hear Brother Ryan play. It's good to hear that atmosphere now. Just begin to heal those now within the chapel. I know on the Canadian side, it's been so wonderful to be streaming with you every single service. But now for the first live service that we've been able to hear now on this side. To hear the music just begin to go through this building. and Have our children here with us. Have some of our teenagers here and our young adults. Some of our older ones. And I know there's needs. Even in our families. But I wonder tonight if you could just say Lord. This high calling for such a time as this. Maybe you have a need. And you just like to express that to the Lord. Say God I need your hand to be laid upon my situation. God bless you mother back there. God bless you wife, father, husband. God bless you young man. God bless you. God bless you throughout this whole service here. Oh, Lord Jesus, let the Holy Spirit just move heart to heart. Whatever came upon Esther's heart, she moved out immediately. into if I perish, I perish. God, forgive us if we have drawn back. Forgive me, Lord. Forgive any of us if we have somehow shirked our responsibility these last few months if we've gotten involved in things that are not clean if we've got connected or influenced by voices that are not right and we start to think a certain way we start going down a certain path may the holy spirit just collect all of our thoughts collect all of our ambitions Just collect all of these events now, these influences. Just begin to put that under the blood now and we will rise. We will go. We will say, thank you, Jesus, for such a time as this. Fill us, Lord. Refresh us, Lord Jesus. Brother Derek, can you come? Brother Ryan, help us now. The generation, we're the culmination, the final voice the world will hear. The
2: coming of our Lord is here. Revolution. Oh yes, Lord, overcoming sin's, sin's temptation. temptation. The truth will go to every tongue and nation. that's what's happening tonight. Oh, oh, we are. The... Let's all stand to our feet tonight, like one body. Oh, oh, oh. we are the generation. Ourselves, oh, we are the generation, we're the cause for the such a time comes. as this.
4: song we love about the martyrs of old. And this is our time. I pledge allegiance.
2: I pledge allegiance. Let's Let's lift up our voice. (laughs) (laughs)
4: I'm <laughs> <laughs> good to be here together. There's things that we don't want to forget now. It's easy to just kind of get all alone and isolated, but we have a responsibility to one another. Let's reach out this week. Let's reach out. So many have cell phones and they have devices and they have things. Let's reach out to someone you haven't maybe spoken to. Let's text someone. I had written Sister Rena Witt's name down, The Last Devil Services, Brother Murphy spoke. I wrote it down, Brother Tim Dodd, I wrote it down on Sunday, and I was so smitten today when I was reading my notes from Brother Tim's service, and I hadn't contacted Sister Rena. So we texted her right away and sent her some encouraging things. That's important. Let me believe that's important? We can... Be connected with so many other things. And maybe there's a brother or a sister. Maybe there's a need and you need to make a visit. You say, well, I can't do that. We can drop something off and just knock on the door. God bless you. You can text someone. For such a time as this, let's be a family. Let's be a body. It's not the time to go away. It's the time to draw closer together and let the love of Jesus. Just these... Brother Steve Rivas, can you just come and close it here? But just remember that we're living in a very politically charged time. Just go ahead and come right up, Brother Stephen. when there's a lot of thoughts and opinions and emotions of people that are spread out there in the public, this is not what the bride is building our lives on. The word is our absolute. Can we say amen tonight? And yes. I know as we go tonight, your mind's going to be thinking of a lot of things as you drive down Mount Baker Highway. Some of you for a long way, the Lamb family's here with all their children. Maybe it's an hour more for them. May the Lord protect you, protect all of us. Keep us now. You've made the effort. you You have stood. Now may God stand for you. Maybe you, Sister Mimi, alone tonight, but maybe just going home or tonight, God could just drop something down in her heart. Sister Clara, God could just totally set your whole body free and every cell just be in a revival. You might not think much happened tonight in this service, but maybe, Brother... Jerry Robinson, Sister Dana, while you're going home tonight, you just have a witness in your life. Something different's happening in my family. What is that? That's the Holy Spirit. That's the angel of the Lord. And up into Cloverdale there, the Drake family. And I don't want to start mentioning names, but when you see brothers and sisters that is part of our family, we need to remember one another. Brother Steve, would you just come and close in a word of prayer brother just remember it's not just us 50 or more can you dismiss the whole service let's pray a word of blessing here brother stephen
5: God You've been so, so good to us, Lord. How can we find the adequate words of oh God to approach a loving God such as you are? Oh gracious Lord Jesus. At a time when the world is going their way, Lord. Father, your word, it's come to pass in our lives so clearly when you said, you never leave us nor forsake us, Lord. Father, it seems like what a paradox, Lord. When the world wants us to stay away, Lord, you drawn so close to us, Lord. Oh, God, we're so thankful for the service tonight, Lord Jesus. Father, I was so excited about tonight, Lord. Not about the building, God, but I was so looking forward to coming together, Lord, here to hear your word. With saints alike, precious faith, Lord. Oh, God, we're just so thankful that we can be connected Lord, not just here in this chapel, but around the world with the bride and over in Canada, Lord. We're just so grateful and thankful, Lord, that you provided a way, Lord, for such a time as this, Lord. Father, we love you tonight, Lord. Oh, Jesus, we love you tonight. We appreciate you. We worship you, Lord. Father, you you have not shortchanged us, Lord, but you've given us so much, Lord Jesus. Father God, the vision, Lord, of the Prophet to store food, Lord, for such a time as this, Lord, when the world's in a famine, Lord, when they're in a drought, when there's no answers, Lord. Father God, we have thus saith the Lord. We have this message. Lord, we have a fivefold ministry that cares for our souls, Lord. Father, we're we're just rejoicing in our hearts, Lord. We see a wonderful future ahead of us, Lord. But Father God, we don't want to fail to give you thanks for what you've done in our lives, Lord. Even at this time when we haven't been able to gather, Lord, like this. But Lord, you've been so near. Oh, God, so near, Lord. Your word is so rich, oh, God. And each member of our families, we have seen you, Lord, in a special way. And we see you in our brothers and our sisters as well. And we're just so, we're just so in love with you, Lord. And I pray, God, you bless my brothers and my sisters, Lord, represented here in this little chapel. Those that are streaming, Lord, those that are in Africa and in China and, Lord, wherever they find themselves tonight, across the border, Lord, Lord. Father, we're looking for the day where there will be no borders, Lord. Oh, God, there'll be no languages but one, Lord. Oh, we're just so thankful tonight that you brought us to this place, Lord, that you gave us a desire in our hearts to be here, Lord. Father, as we... Our ways. May this sweet Holy Spirit, Lord, that shower this place tonight. I pray that that this presence, Lord, will go in our cars with us. Oh Lord, as we meditate on what we heard tonight, let your sweet Holy Spirit continue to be with us, Lord. Lord, we want to we we want to thank you for this place. We want to thank you for a man of God who had a vision many years ago to acquire this place, Lord. Father God, because you knew, Lord, what was coming down the road. And Lord, today we're reaping that inheritance, Lord. Today we're blessed because there was a man of God who had a vision and continues to have a vision for this message to go all over the world, Lord. So thankful for our pastor, Lord Jesus. Oh, God, we thank you for his life, Lord. And we pray that you strengthen him and Sister Ruth, Lord God, and his family. Oh, Jesus, it's true, Lord, that they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength, Lord. We see it, Lord. It's our portion in this hour, Lord. Go with us, we pray, Lord Jesus. We thank you for Brother John, the man of God. We ask you, Lord, to renew his strength, Lord thank you for the gift of god in his life lord oh god we thank you for every servant of god that you've given us lord to lead us and guide us through these treacherous times lord oh we love you lord we thank you father oh lord we we hate to part ways lord we just love your presence oh god and we just pray that when you bring us again to this place Oh God, may we be here at the, at the, at the post of duty, Lord, where we belong. Bless those that stream the service tonight, Lord. May your Holy Spirit, Lord, give them strength, Lord, to stand in this hour. All of us together, Lord, give us strength, Lord, to continue the last mile of the race, Lord. We're so close to going home, God. We love you. We thank you, and Lord, we just ask these blessings in the wonderful name of our Lord and Savior and King, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We thank the
4: Lord. Enjoyed the service tonight and being together. On Sunday, the Lord willing, the chapel. Will be open again for streaming, and so everyone that would like to uh, put your name in, I guess there's a
0: certain capacity that can be here. It'd be fantastic if there was a waiting list, and and in Cloverdale we'll be looking forward to being connected with you. I think
4: Sunday's going to be a special morning service, and um, looking forward to that already. God bless you, and I think Brother Ryan Hayes and Brother Jeremy's going to continue to just play and you're more than welcome to linger and move on out in the way that would be in order god bless you and thank you for allowing us to be connected you're dismissed in the name of the lord amen